This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to She Podcasts, the podcast. I am your announcer and narrator, Jessica Kupferman, and co-host, and with me as always, Elsie Escobar, sporting Minnie Mouse ears made out of her hair today, and John Jamingo, who has done something to his hair and face that's new, but I'm not sure I want to tell you what it is, because for those of you who are not watching our live stream, perhaps you're best left for it to be a mystery. Uh, 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 I think that was an insult. Sorry, I couldn't help it. See, look, hold on. Let's continue here a little bit because we've been having a discussion about the whole podcasting industry thing and whether or not, you know, people are going to hear this super late and blah, blah, blah. So Stevie in the chat says, I don't really listen to shows about podcasting except the feed. Guilty. So there's that. And then Jenny, Jenny Wetter says, uh, same. This is the only podcast about podcasting I listen to. Okay, but knowing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want us to cover news? Well, first of all, these two people specifically don't exactly count because they are getting it as it's newsworthy because they watch it live. Everyone else has to hear it seven days from now. And my question is about those people and whether or not they listen to our show going, I thought everyone's already talked about this. These two, you can't really ask because they're listening as we're doing it, which is as things are poignant still. Hey, beautiful listeners. So you have a little bit of a, a little bit of homework. If you would like, please, please email feedback at shepodcast.com and just say whether or not your heart hurts and you are so over the fact that we are covering something that is in quote, not newsworthy. I mean, that's anymore. an overstatement. I don't need or, for their heart to hurt, but if, let's just talk about like whether or not <laughs> they're slightly irritated. That's what I want to know. I don't want to know if they're sitting and heartbroken because if so, call your therapist. Or if you don't really care and you're like, I didn't even know that. You all, I listen to your show because I'm constantly learning new things and I didn't even know that it was not newsworthy. So keep doing your own thing. And send it to Elsie. Okay. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. I'm so glad we had this discussion. I feel really heard and seen. (laughs) I was ready to hit the fight bell. So thank you. Also, y'all. So Stevie also says, I would still get my news from you guys, slash you podcast, slash just busters. So. All right. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Hey, we have people watching us live in the She Podcast Super Squad. (gasps) Hi. We launched. We we haven't even had a show since we launched because we did not have a show last week. So this is like news. That's true. Yeah. Ta-da. We launched. (laughs) If you want to also watch our podcast live as they're happening and or get our weekly QAs and all of our content that's in the Super Squad, checklists and downloads and templates and all of our um, 
education that we've put together, all of our past QAs, everything from the She Podcast Live event. Um, we also have coaching hours with Tracy Forge and all of the content from her membership, which is called Podhive. Um, check it out. It's ShePodcast.com forward slash squad. Squad. And it's been, I mean, it's been I've been working very hard at being in the group and saying hey to everybody. So before we do anything, I kind of want to give some shout outs to the folks that were in here because why not? So we have Susie and she started her show and it's called Run Lift Mom, which is a very, very cool title. There's a lot of people that have really cool titles in, in here. Then we have Nikki and she is going to start a, call, a podcast called My Granddaughter's Planet. Which, another cool name, a really, really cool uh, focus. Y'all are going to have to come in here to find out what these shows are actually about and meet these people because they're amazing. Then we have Jordan, and she co-hosts America the Bazaar with her husband. That sounds so neat. And I know. All of these names are There's so much to cover in there that she may as well just call it America. (laughs) Like, what is not bizarre right now about anything we're doing? In any aspect of our lives. Just drop the A and make yeah. it America. Mm, yeah. And then we have a, another uh, Leah. Leah is going to start a podcast, no name yet, but it is going to be, she's trying to launch in the late 2020, early 2021. It'll be 75% pregnancy slash birth parenting, 25% other, or at least that is in the current gut feeling, but no sense of name just yet. Okay. Then, Karen has a show called A Long Look. And this is really, mind you, this is like the coolest thing. So it's a podcast about a better way to experience art. So once you know that, then you know how cool the name is. You know why that's cool? Because some people don't know how to experience art the first time around either. Yes, you are correct. Like it's kind of hard to look at a painting and know that you're appreciating it the way that an art history or an artist would appreciate it and i'm one of those people where i know what i think looks interesting and what i can look at a piece and be like that seems sad or hopeful or whatever but like that's about as far as i get you know uh, speaking of that my bff michelle featherstone featherbelly mm-hmm. and i we went to barcelona uh in like 2004 together isn't it right? barcelona barcelona and um, when we went over there, mind you, Michelle, early in her early 20s, she worked as an art curator at the Guggenheim in Italy. Wow. Um, yeah. So when we went to Barcelona and we went to all the different museums, she literally would give me a – like she would do what you are just talking about. She would say, look at this, look at that. And I was like, oh, my God. It was amazing having her with me that entire time. This podcast is going to be super helpful. What were you going to say, John? Sorry. Oh, no. I'm not going to say it now. Why? <laughs> okay. No, but we have – wait. Hold on. Okay, now we have on. another one. This one takes the cake though. I love this name because, again, this is from Tara. She used to uh, co-host the ill-fated Unbelievably Stupid podcast. <laughs> that was actually the name. <laughs> I, had, I had a podcast named that for about a month. What was it called? Tell me again. Unbelievably Stupid Podcast. I had a podcast like that for like 10 or 12 episodes. Which... Yeah. What was it called again? Dare to be Stupid? Unbelievably Stupid. No. What was John's show called? Unbelievably Stupid. 
No, it wasn't. It was called something else. Oh my Are God. you sure? I think I would know what my podcast was called. I, somehow, I doubt that, but let's see. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. Hold on. We're still talking about Tara. I know. So, okay, okay, so sorry, Tara sorry. now has a current podcast, and it's called The Melon Buffet. I like that. <laughs> Wait. Really? Yes. I love that name. And it's all about their favorite British TV show, Taskmaster. Okay. So this is great. I love that. That's awesome. Tara LeGates? I don't know. Okay. Her name is Tara. It's probably Tara LeGates. That's all I see. It's probably our friend. It is our friend. Yeah. It is your friend, Tara. It says, yes. I, it says I started, she says, I started in uh, podcasting in late 2018, completely thanks to Jessica. So oh, I assume yes. that That's is your friend. friend. It is. Okay. Well, there you go. She's my friend. All right. Then Raphael, um, she goes by Ra- Rafi. Oh, very cute. I love that. I like that name so much. It was the Brand X podcast. That was the first one I did. But then I, I did one with Tara. Unbelievably stupid. The, the Tara one that. She said it was because of you. She came here and did it in my basement. Oh, that was called Unbelievably Stupid? Yes. I thought that was also the Brand X podcast. No. I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry. Okay. 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 Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Rafi, she is ready to relaunch a revised version of her show, but she didn't mention it, which is a bummer, but high five for doing it again. (laughs) And we have... Izaura, I hope Izaura, I hope I'm saying your name right. If not, right. you need to correct me. Please do. Her podcast is How About a Story, and she performs folk tales and classic fiction from around the world, which is awesome. That's cool. Then we have Deb, and her po- her podcast is about to launch on the 10th. So Yay! when this comes out, it will maybe it'll be live. Who knows? And it's called Writing Smarter. So that's just a smidgen of the amazing folks that are inside of the She Podcast Super Squad. So I am so stoked to be or to continue meeting all the folks in here and saying hey and what's going on. So woohoo! Yay! Yes, yay, it's yay. been a very exciting week. We've had lots of new members. I also added a new course last week, Sneaky Secrets to Audience Growth. This week, I hope to add a couple other things, but I'll send an email about it. So, yeah. So, check it out. Shepodcast.com forward slash squad. Squad. Say it like – you can say it like squad. Sean Connery. Squad. Okay. Up All next. Right. Shall we move on to some news then? The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. I think we're going to start with just some general news that don't really necessitate any discussion. These are really more about um, having these links in the show notes. So if you're interested in any of these things, please feel free to head on over there. The number one thing is that there is a virtual summit coming up and it is called the Podcast in Color Virtual Summit. Yes. So it is through podcast town.net it looks like very cool our very own andrea is part of this summit yay seems to be awesome this is and it is on november 17th 18th and 19th 2020 uh you can get 
tickets for that. And here's what it says about it. Amplify voices to live, love, and listen. Black and brown voices are bold and proud. It is our mission to empower voices of color to not only contribute to the conversation, but to have a seat at the table while shaping the narrative. And uh, it looks to me that they've got different ways in which you could do stuff like you can grow as a podcaster, you can grow your audience, and you can grow return on investment. So I guess all the things that podcasters want. (laughs) That's right. Getting more listeners, growing your show, making money, and learning how to do all the technical stuff. I'm assuming that that's what it is. Uh, It looks to me that it is very reasonably priced. Uh, As of now, until October 20th, general admission is $7. Uh, and there are other levels and they just really go up to about 14. And I think that the top price is 20 bucks if it go once the price increases like big, bigly. So go check it out. Which is a word. It is a bit, it is a word and you can go check it out in the show notes. Also a congratulations to, our partner and sponsor, Juleka Lentigua Williams, who just welcomed the Birthful podcast to her network. Yay. And so this is, I think, Juleka, please, if you are listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that this is one of the first kind of acquisitions for the network because the Birthful podcast has been around and it actually launched December 2014. And it's almost at 300 episodes. So I think it now just has like, um, it's kind of like has a, a new home. And I'm assuming that Lantigua Williams and company is going to be helping bolst and amplify and help out with all the things that have to do with Birthful. So this is, this is good. And I will have a link very in good. the show notes for that as well. Very, very good. Very, very good. Very, very I like good. it. So I kind of would like to talk about this a little bit here, Jess, because I think we've talked about it in the past, especially my resistance to Spotify only. Takeovers? Yeah, the Spotify takeover. Yeah. And like, you know, they have stuff going on over there and it's now exclusive and oh my gosh, how annoying that is for those of us who don't use Spotify or anyway, But now it seems like as of late September, early October, the Michelle Obama podcast is now debuting on additional platforms beyond Spotify, a.k.a. you can just find it like everybody else's podcast. Yeah, wherever. So what are your thoughts about that? I mean, I'm wondering if that was a decision made from the get-go, like we'll give you the first season exclusive, but then after that, you guys are going to have to GFY or... Is it something they decided after doing it for a season and then being like, you know, I was the first lady and maybe I should make this available to, oh, I don't know, everyone. (laughs) And not just people who like Spotify because that's not what I'm all about. Just a guess. But I mean, yeah, I'm more curious about the back end of that, like how that happened, because the article here just says... Spotify was excited. They really wanted a first. It says Spotify could not have asked for a stronger or more distinctive first entry into our multi-year partnership. Higher Ground was launched in 2018 by the Obamas and its initial partnership was Netflix. But the company says expanding to audio will allow it to reach larger 
and more diverse. They plan to develop and produce podcasts on a wide array of topics. Wait, hmm. so does that mean – okay, so does that mean the Obamas are doing more podcasts? Yeah. It's not a first season. It's just over, right? No, I think that they're – what they mean is that the company itself is going to be producing more more shows, more podcasts, more audio podcasts. But I – I, and I believe that the first partnership with, with, was with Spotify. So it's kind of like they had, you know, the Obamas got in a partnership with Spotify and then Spotify's like, hey, you guys are going to go exclusive here. And I mean, think about this, though. If you don't podcast. It sounds like they have a multi-year partnership with Michelle. Right. I think that's something you think that's right? okay. went with the, um, not necessarily with Michelle, but with their company that is creating all of these things, right? But I guess what I'm a lit like in the in terms of what you asked, like what questions we we would like to hear answers to, is the question of like what was that conversation from the get go? Like was it part of the strategy from the beginning to launch exclusive, like yeah. windowing? You know, we we learned the term windowing, yeah, where they get Spotify gets access first, and then they release it out, which is done in so many different platforms for so many different reasons, not only just for podcasts. Right. Or was it a thing where Michelle was getting feedback? Because I posted about it on Twitter. I, I essentially was like, I love her show. And unfortunately, I haven't listened to more than one episode because I don't go into Spotify and I always forget. And as much as I love her, I'm not going there. I'm sure there's been more than one person to say that or do that. I'm sure that's part of the reason why they're moving. You think it wasn't because of my tweet? I think it was just specifically and directly because of you, Elsie Escobar, <laughs> telling Michelle Obama what to do. And the secret, and then the Secret Service all put their heads together and they were like, you know, she's right. Mrs. I know. Mrs. Obama, you we should need really to tell listen her to her. Just she's an expert and a very strong woman of color, such as yourself. And you should listen to her advice and do what she says. Barack, yeah. Elsie can't listen to this on Spotify. We have to do something. <laughs> oh, my God. She's giving us advice. We have to follow it. Oh, my gosh. But I guess the other thing is this, and I doubt that we will hear any of this, is I would love to see the data. And I also want to know if Michelle, if Miss Obama, like, looks at the data, meaning no. Does she look like if, you know, her show's out no. and then she's on Spotify and then they Absolutely open it up, up in the floodgates? not. No, never. She does not give two hoots about her downloads. She walks in. She does what she's supposed to do. She gets given lunch and then she's whisked out of the room onto her next very important meeting with someone else very important. So she right. Jessica Cuppermits it? Yes. I do look at the <laughs> I do look at the data, first of all. I do care about that stuff. But also, um, no one's giving me lunch. I don't think she cares. I think that at some point, someone will call her and say, hey, it's doing really well or hey, it's not doing really well. And she'll go, okay, great. Like, she doesn't care and right. one bit about it. But I'd be super serious to see – not su super serious. I'd be super interested to see – like the data in terms of like, this is how many listens in quote they got on Spotify. Oh, sure. And then when they open the floodgates, because yeah. as we all know, at least in, I'm, I'm going to just put it in lips and terms because it is not industry wide, but Spotify is right around like, let's say 10%. 
10 to 13% of all downloads. Right. And Apple Podcast is 67%. Not for her, though. For her, it's 100%. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I would like to see the data when the floodgates open, and now they have the giant piece of the pie that is coming to access. But that's misleading because... 10% of of our audience is not going to be the same as 100% of someone else's. So like just because you and I get 10% of our listenership there means we've been on other things longer. Right. She's only been on that one platform. So she is probably still going to. Oh, I'm you just think saying, that? Yeah. Like I don't think I don't think it'll grow 60, per, you know, 600%. I disagree. That's what you're saying. You think it I will? I kind of disagree Absolutely. too. Like I, I, that's why I'd love to see the data. I'd love to see. All right. We'll find like, out. Could I guess. you imagine? Well, that's why I want to know if she's interested because if you're like thinking, oh gosh, I have, you know, let's pretend big numbers. I had a million downloads on Spotify and then they opened the floodgates and now she's getting like 10 million. I mean, it's possible, certainly. I don't see why not, but I just would be right. surprised. Well, first of all, she's going to an Podcast listeners are, we're a persnickety bunch. In other words, yes, we like our players and yeah. we like to do things the way we do. And so now that Michelle is going to be where I can grab her RSS feed and put it into my player and listen to her podcast, I'll listen to it. Right. She's on Spotify. I despise Spotify like Elsie despised Facebook. So I'm not going there. <laughs> all right. You can kick me in. And, and you know, years ago, yeah, when all these companies started coming in, these big companies, and I said, get your own sandbox. And you guys mocked me. This is exactly why. Because they're taking the good shows and they're going, that's mine. That's mine. Look at that. Jenny Wetter says that she is number one in Apple right now. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. She's number one in Apple. And Yay! hey, Patrick Keller. Hey, hey. He still loves us. He came back. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I still don't understand what your big problem is with the sandbox because what they've done has not affected you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. All right, we're not going to talk about sandbox. If anything, it's made the competition less because those shows don't compete with you if you don't like Spotify. Therefore, all the audience is going somewhere else for that, and they're not discounting your show in in favor of someone else i'm talking as a podcast listener not as a podcast producer so as a podcast listener oh, well, there are shows that uh the amy schumer show went behind after one season went behind yeah. the paywall and all those other shows and i can't listen to them anymore so they take the show and they go that's mine you want this show you you pay me <laughs> i mean all I, right all right now moving on moving on moving on so there are some big news in the, the large She Podcast group, Jessica Kupferman. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm throwing you a ball. Are you ready? Take it. It sounded like you were reprimanding me for doing something. There were some big I'm not news sure in what, the She Podcast group, Jessica. Look, look. Here we go. I'm pitching. There were some See? news in the She Podcast. I'm pitching. Here it goes. <laughs> so if you want me to discuss this topic you should just say Fetch. yes why don't you discuss the next topic instead of elsie there was some news somewhere <laughs> that's what i do with rob he just picks it up i just he writes in the show notes and, and then i go oh my gosh look okay. there's been some stuff going on at Walsh. apple and he goes yes there has been some and he'll just go with it Okay, I'm not an improvisational monkey, though, okay? I don't need special theater prompts in order to make sense. 
In fact, I'm quite the opposite of this. I'm an improvisational genius. <laughs> not a monkey, a genius. She is. I'm not. And we can tell by the way she picked that ball up and ran with it. What kind of psycho is just like, something's happened, Jess? <laughs> I was just like, uh-huh. Are you going to be okay? That's how they do it in the news all the time. No, on, it's not. Just yes. They'll go, and now, Annette. And then Annette says what she has to say. <laughs> John, I tried. I tried. But see, now look at our transition has become. How about if I tell you what's happening in the group now? So starting okay. in starting Sunday, meaning yesterday, for those of you watching and for those of you listening, a week ago yesterday, we turned on post-approval, something we have not done in six years, but finally it has come to the point where no one can post unless we say so. That is why we have turned it on. It is not to punish our members who we love so dearly. It is because... Are you crying? No, my eye is itchy. <laughs> oh, okay. It is because... There have been so many new people in such a short period of time. We're not sure they're reading the rules. They clearly don't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to keep the group functional and purposeful, we have decided to turn on monitoring for every single post so that no one may piss us off or be pissed <laughs> off by us anymore. It avoids both us being pissed off right. and you guys, the members, being pissed off as well. Because this way, you have to wait. And if it doesn't show up, guess what? <laughs> it don't make the rules. It didn't make the cut. Da, 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 da. So, so I had – speaking of, it's been really easy. It's actually quite easy. It's not been a problem. Like I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be awful. I have yet to approve one post. I'm going in there now. Wait, hold on. Maybe it's already been approved, but I had a question about this. So the okay. latest post that was in there and that I did not approve because I had a question had to do with can somebody like uh, please no. post about nope. like if, if somebody would have warned you about starting a podcast, like what were the top – like I don't know, whatever, however this person has said it. It says what do you wish someone told you when you first started your podcast? This is something that will not be approved because – you should search the group for this. It's this is been not something that's new. A many, many times. Times. Yeah. But what the thing is, how do you respond to that though? I don't you know. Can't, because it doesn't allow you a chance to. So, like, if it had already. So, for example, one good thing about not turning on post approval is that when you remove something, you have the opportunity to tell the person where they went wrong. Right, but right. when you're just a when you're just approving or denying, like just now, I declined that one. It didn't give you no, an option to. No, I have no chance to do anything but approve and deny. Once she's gone, it's gone. So she's gonna now be like, "Well, what the fuck did I do?" And like, I have no way of telling her. But if she read the rules, but the rules don't say anything about that. Hold on, the rules do say something about the fact that you should search first. Right. right. She did not do that because she would have found a hundred posts a year for six years with that question. Right. But exactly what are people searching for, though? This is where I got confused. Because I'm like, what do you search for? You search for – okay. That's a good point. Let me try it myself. So now I'm okay. in the group and I'm going to yeah. search advice when first started. 
Like, literally, it's Google. Okay. Okay. What's coming up? Okay. May 27th, June 3rd, November 6th, November 12th, April 29th. Are they all the same question? No, but they all say... So, the first one is... Uh, I want your advice. I'm one of the first podcasters who've content in Vietnamese. One of them says, who here has two? One of them says, when I first started. Another one says, I need your advice about maternity leave. No. In fact, it has nothing to do with the subject whatsoever. Okay. So, so let's, I mean, yeah, you're right. But so I think that what we need to do that's is That's why like, we need topics, though. Right. But I think that this is where it would, it would actually help is when somebody, like that question that they wrote. Let me, let me try it, advice for beginners. No, not, it can't be keywords. It has to be exactly what she wrote. Literally copy and paste her own question into the search box. Well. Because that would have actually given up that same language because people use that same language. Okay. What do you wish someone had that's told it. you? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. it. That's it. I what think do that you wish you someone had told you? So I did get the first one is what does your ideal conference look like? And then, I mean, cause it takes the words and it split them up. I wonder if, uh, do I need to do like a, I wonder like, if you do quotes. All right. Let me I'm try like, that. Oh yeah. Let's try quotes. Hey John, do you think that I should be more animated in that way? We can keep the people in here really laughing at my. Oh yeah. Here's one from July 3rd. Comedy. What do you wish someone told you before starting? That's right. What do you wish you'd done differently post? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, how often do we have to allow people to do this? Or do we just allow it because who the fuck cares? I like you guys who are listening live because I know there's a few of you right now. I'd like you to weigh in, Jenny, Stevie, Patrick. Like, how do we feel about a post that says, what do you wish someone had told you? Or what do you wish you'd have done differently? Do you want to see that today and then tomorrow and then the next day, and then possibly the next day, fresh every time? Or do we somehow compile? I don't even want to do that. I'm not doing that. Or do we just not give a fuck and just say no know. because it's been posted so many times? What do we I do? Think, Tell me. Tell I don't us. know. I think that this is a wonderful question. I would love to hear. And then if not, just those of you who are live, maybe y'all can also email feedback at shepodcast.com. Yeah. Because this, this is one of the reasons I left it there because I thought, hmm. I had the same feelings. Like what I would have done is I would have like we need to. This is how I would approach it. It's a two pronged approach. Number one, responded to that person and said, why don't you search for and given her the exact words to search for? That's what I would have done. And then the other thing would be to search myself because I, I was going to do that, but then I didn't have time. And who has time for that? And I was going to search myself and then give her links to all the different people that have asked that question already. That seems like a lot of work too, though. Right? That Works seems like, like a lot of work. I know. babysitting. Someone's or Google searches. Or do we searches. not care, I guess, ultimately? You know, I declined it, but now I'm kind of erring on the side of who gives a fuck. Well, you can just go in there and approve it and see how much she gets. So the thing is, like, it depends on – it actually also depends on the responses because if it's right. actual advice – then actually kind of would be nice if that was posted once every couple of months because fresh blood comes in and they have different things Right, right. on the one hand. On the other hand, if they start posting, oh, you can find out all my mistakes on this episode over here, then fuck that. Then that's getting right. <laughs> that's getting denied. Right. Um, so I guess it depends on how they respond and who responds and whether or not they know what the – I don't know. Maybe we just don't care. There's no feedback it? whatsoever we'll right now in the chat, so – they're like busy trying to figure, like do their jobs. 
So, ladies, I have a question for yeah. you. Oh, yes, no. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, John. Uh, what would you wish someone told you when you first started podcasting? Oh, I hate you right now. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. You know what I wish someone told me? Learn how to edit so you don't need an editor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> ah, touche, <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Kupferman. Ba-da-cha. Was that before or after mic technique? <laughs> yeah. How many times is this question asked in a podcast? I know that I have had this question asked of me more than once. What? This same question. What oh. would you wish somebody would have told you when you started podcasting? We get asked what a lot. would you have wanted to know about podcasting bef- when you, before you started? Is there something that you had learned and you wish you had done differently now that you've done what you've done? You know, I need to think of like a stand-up comedy answer because I just have a canned answer that's like, get a good mic, which is like stupid advice <laughs> and not worth mic. anything, which well, is actually not- why that question is not worth anything too, because most people who've been podcasting a long time have been asked this a lot and they always come out with the same shit. Like it's either get a good mic or make sure the right spikes. Like I did the wrong specs in my artwork and I had no fucking artwork for like three weeks. The first three weeks I was in iTunes, I had no artwork. It was terrible. I like how you've dated yourself because that would never happen anymore. They just boot you. You, they yeah. would just boot you. Before, it used to be like the podcasts were in there with no artwork. Then when I did get it right, it was inverted. So all the black was white and all the white was black. <laughs> so like no one told – but who would have told me like, by the way, make sure you're not a shithead about your artwork right away. <laughs> like that's just something you learn by tripping over your own two feet. You know what I mean? You can't just be told that stuff. Right. Most of the stuff you learn in podcasting, no one could have told you. That's what my advice would right? be, was be a sponge. Be a sponge. Go find out. Go learn about podcasting. Don't just learn about what your podcast is and don't focus I in think- on that. Be a sponge. Learn how to edit. Learn good mic technique. Yeah. Learn about artwork. Go Or not. Don't do any of that stuff if you don't want to. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's what I would tell everybody because- I know, right? but I'm just saying from now on, my answer to that question is going to be- Literally nothing. There's nothing that I've learned in podcasting that someone could have possibly told me ahead of time that would have made any difference in my life. You're right. And also, here's the other thing, though. You can have somebody give you the stuff. I did have someone give me the do stuff. Do this. Do I, this. And I then had all like, of that. Thanks. I'll do my thing anyway. I and had then- <laughs> all of that. I followed to the letter the John Lee Dumas $5 book of how to put together a podcast to the letter he had instructions in Libsyn I followed it word for word there is nothing that I have learned that someone could have been like and by the way don't forget to not sneeze on the microphone or don't talk with your hands anymore because you will bump it or whatever just there's just stuff that no one can tell you because they don't know you well enough to know what things you're going to do that are stupid I don't know sometimes <laughs> I, I go oh wow check that out that's really cool or yeah yeah, I, there's a lot of times when I'll see something. Well, because I follow a lot of, I follow. But the podcasting. question is, could someone have told you ahead of time? Yes, like okay. learn, learn, keep and learning. I guess, I stand and so here's then. the other question, though: If somebody would have, would you have done it? Well, you get you have the choice. No, probably not. I think that I would agree with Jess. I think if somebody would have told me when I started some real basic things about podcasting that were really actual truths, like big, big, big podcasting truths, I would have probably nodded my head a little bit and then gone about my business thinking that I needed to get the real answer. 
When I first started my podcast, the first like five or six shows I tried to have as a live show, kind of like live. There wasn't really live streaming then, but like I had them call into like conferencecall.com because I wanted people to ask the guests thing live on the air like it's like it's a talk show. And plus, you're really good at that. I am. However, I did not know enough about podcasting to know that the beauty of it is being able to listen to it when you want to, not when I say so. Right. So it worked for like two episodes and then they started not showing up and then I got angry and I was like, <laughs> where are these fucking people who seem to like me but are obviously liars? <laughs> and then I realized when I looked at my stats for the first time, I realized they're listening, just not when I say so. And right. that's why podcasting <laughs> is awesome. And that's why this idea is stupid. <laughs> right. Ta-da. I had a friend that met through podcasting and started a podcast. And, you know, he said to me, what do you think of the show? So then I, as, as I do, I told him and he got offended. I was oh, like, great. okay, well, sorry. You know, just that it's your show. You do what you want. Perfect. Right. And then two years later, he came back and said, you know, everything that you said, I'm now doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes, it literally takes people and, and see, there's somebody else. I just saw a tweet come up. Um, because they tag Lipson sometimes. I think that people, I'm not sure people do this to be mean or anything. They just kind of do stuff like that. Like he was like, or they, I actually don't remember what type of show or that type of person, but they were like, I'm now going to be leaving at Lipson and only put my podcast on at YouTube because, and because I just want to do that now. And I was just like, so now you have a YouTube show, not a podcast. Okay. And now I know. And so then I just stay away from conversations like that because it's like, well, you know, it's your, you do what you, what you do. What do you want me you. to do? Fight for your honor? Go. <laughs> go. Yeah, go. Like, go have a YouTube channel. That's actually really good. It's a wonderful way to get an audience. It's its own thing. It's amazing. It's great. Don't let do the it. door hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> Best of luck. And then when you have your YouTube show and you want to turn it into a podcast, you'll go back to Adlibson and you'll put get yeah. another RSS feed and you'll go back to doing what you were doing. Yep. Right. You big dummy. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I'm just anyway. saying it doesn't matter. People are going to do what they're going to do and whatever. But actually, we got some responses from our live folks where uh, Lena said that it's a little bit – this is re in response to the question that we got, that it's a little tiresome to see the same questions over. I think But so. she's a member of Swedish uh, Swedish podcasting group, and it's the same in there. Every day it's someone asking, what is your best advice on, yeah. you know, whatever mics or editing program or hosting? It's very tiresome. But she also had – Jenny then had an insight that she says it's also tiresome because the same person will often post in multiple groups. Yes! Oh, if I you're hate one that. of those people – Stop, Stop it. it. Cut it the fuck out. Yes. At least oh wait a day. Nay. Yes. Yes. An hour. Yes. Wait an hour. Yes. An hour even would be useful. Like Bob Newhart says. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is with as much feeling as I could muster. Yes. That is perfect. Yes. Stop Look, it. Charlotte says she personally doesn't care about this question. So Great. I'm not sure Thank if she personally doesn't care about the question we asked or the question that was. I mean, do you not care about the question or do you not care? Charlotte, that's very interestingly written. I know. It's very vague. Honestly, like, I personally don't care about this If your frame question. of mind is a little off, you're just like, well, mazel tov, Charlotte. Great. You don't care. You know, someone told me, 
you know, I was asking someone if they were coming over today to like to like help me with something, and they were like, "I have to come tomorrow because the person from last week passed away tomorrow." It was like last week, yesterday, tomorrow, all in a row, and I was like, "What the fuck are you trying to say? Is it tomorrow, <laughs> today, or last?" Like it made no sense. Anyway, the person it was—I think she was trying to say the person from tomorrow. Something happened last week, and then yesterday, and it just like was missing a few words. And then you were like, and I. Uh... And I I don't know what just happened here. I'm not young enough to read, you know, to read into things the way I used to. Anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, next, next, next. Anyway, another bit of news. Here we go. Wait, let's talk about our. Oh, wait. Speaking on things you wish someone had told you, I think I would have liked if someone would have told me that there are people out there who will help you produce your podcast, (gasps) such as produceyourpodcast.com so produce your podcast is a service by tracy deforge and they help you guess just guess they help you produce your podcast (laughs) i don't know her title is so misleading so for those of you who are new and you maybe don't know what a producer does versus what i'm doing right now which is entertaining the hell out of you What a producer does is a couple different things. First, they can do what John's doing, which is like leveling the audio as you record and making sure it's perfect and everything is good. They also can help you produce, but I mean, the word basically means to help put out. So what Tracy's team does is literally anything that you either don't want to do, don't have time to do, can't do, don't feel like doing between the time you turn off the mic to the time it goes live. So that could mean editing. It could mean show notes. It could mean social media. It could mean graphics. It could mean scheduling your social media. It could be doing an email. They do at least three to four of those things for us every week. And we love it. It is the best scenario in the whole world. And if someone would have said to me early, get yourself a producer or at least some help, you dumb bitch, I would have been so grateful. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been so grateful. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't think that would have worked. But yes, I mean, I would have been insulted, but grateful. Yeah, I would have been insulted. Yes. Mind you, it has gotten a little more extra. Like podcasting didn't used to be so extra when, when I started, right? It meant... I mean, it just become a thing. It's no, but this huge. is you and I have the easiest type of show possible. But when I started, right. it was an interview show, and that required you to reach out to people. Then they respond. Yes. Then you tell them what it's about. Then they tell you yes. Then you figure out a time. Then that one doesn't work. Then this one doesn't work. Then then you have and like yes, I mean yes. Your advice is to get a scheduler, but also someone else should do most of that, <laughs> not you. Right. Yes. So yeah, produceyourpodcast.com. Please check them out. They are a huge source of help and they're amazing and you will love them. Produceyourpodcast.com. Now, what were you going to say? Now, I was going to say that we have a little bit more news before we move into, um, actually, I'm going to skip. I threw you the ball. Did you see me throw you the ball? You threw me the ball. Oh my God. Over to you, Elsie. I know. That's how you throw the ball, goddammit. Over to you. (laughs) How about if I do it the way okay. you do it? Hey. Elsie, there's more news. Herding cats, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A producer herds cats. Elsie. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, okay, wait. Just to clarify for Charlotte, who doesn't yes. care about this question, what she's saying is I don't want to see it posted constantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, over you like mazel tov, Charlotte, and your lackadaisical, laissez-faire attitude towards everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So PRX and Google selected podcast winners from Google Podcast Creator Program. Um, and I had a moment to read the podcasts that were selected. They are amazing. I mean, and kudos to the Google Creator Pro- Podcast uh, Program because they have done an insane wonderful job at finding the most interesting topics across so many languages focusing on insanely crazy audiences in a good way not in a bad way in a really good way where i'm just like what yeah this is amazing it's amazing just the you y'all go through the link in the show notes, yeah. and read about these shows because your mouth is just going to be like, uh-huh. it is amazing, amazing. That's a poll right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, it is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, so their program last year, I don't remember if it was the Google Creator Program or something else they were doing on the side, but like when we had our event and we were trying to like partner with them and have them do stuff for the event, we literally just had to be like, why don't we just bring some people from the creator program? We were like, great, because they're the most fascinating people. Like there's no yep. vetting. You just are like, yes, just invite them up to talk about themselves. It will be fascinating. And this list is also fascinating. It is fascinating. They really nail it with the fascinating thing. It's everything from Orlando to Turkey. Yeah. And everything in between. Chicago, Portuguese. Oh, Brazil. Sorry. Tijuana. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. They've got some amazing things. So just go ahead and check it out. Yeah, check it out. And now I'm going to give you a little bit of a sales pitch. Weaved into what I consider, John, you ready? The Weird and Wild Show of the Week. Weird and wild, weird and wild, weird and wild show of the week. Oh my gosh. All right. So this is actually not a podcast, but it might be. I don't know. At some point in the future, it is called The Social Dilemma. You can watch it on Netflix. I'm sure that you have seen people talk about this for sure somewhere in the in social media because everybody's talking about things like this all the time. You know, I actually have been studying what The Social Dilemma researched and the the focus of the documentary for quite a while. And so I did know, like, it wasn't like a big, like, oh my God, none of that was there. I think what was really eye-opening for me was the very directed design of the social media platforms to create habits from us that trigger responses and are now embedded into our subconscious. That, I didn't quite realize the intention, the intentionality behind that creation of these places like Twitter and Reddit and like all of the places, Facebook, YouTube, like all the places and how the the discussion of creating these tiny little adjustments are those little dopamine hits that we're now all essentially addicted to. Like the little dots, you know, like when you're seeing in the in message and you see like when somebody's typing and you see those little dots come up, like that is a specific design somebody created to keep you engaged. And the notifications, what they do to your brain when you see a notification either pop up or just be the little circle there and how that starts to cultivate certain behavior and how hard it is to really break this. I mean, it's it's really an amazing, amazing uh, documentary. I actually had my daughters sit down with me and watch this so that we could discuss, because this is their world. 
This is their, you know, their entire generation does not not have this. They'll never they not the know gen- what life was like without it unless they exactly. watch like Tootsie or something. <laughs> unless they watch like a movie right. to see it's it. Insane. And even then they won't believe it. Nope. So anyway, the reason that I'm going to kind of number one thing, go watch it. If you don't know anything about it, please go watch it. Number two, I'm going to make a very like underhanded pitch for the She Podcast Super Squad. <laughs> Wait, before because- you do, I just want to say I have not seen it, and I kind of wish you'd have waited to put this on until you- I did. I wish I'd have known you were going to – I would have watched it this morning so that we right. could have talked about it because, like, I've been meaning to watch it, and every time someone tells me about it, they're either totally horrified or, yeah, like trying to use it to make a point about how terrible our society is. Right. So still watch it. We can continue the conversation. It doesn't have to be over. We can keep talking. But what I want to say is that if you want to now actively combat this, that is actually why I was so adamant about moving She Podcast out of Facebook, meaning now we have the She Podcast Super Squad. But there are elements of Buddy Boss that copy Facebook. The notifications, yes, and, and people you know, and people who you might know. And I mean, there's a lot of like repetitive themes going on in most memberships now, I think, because of Facebook, because we're now used to receiving the information in a specific way, like a news feed like that. Right. We never used to have that. But that said, though, I think one of the reasons that I find it to be very palate cleansing and also empowering is that if you do want to move away from the triggers, because what ends up happening is at least when I come now into the super squad, having have it launched now for at the time of this recording about a week where I've been going in there is that I can get everything taken care of in about 30 minutes or less, sometimes 15 minutes, just responding to people, seeing how everybody's doing, hoping nobody's in trouble. (laughs) Somebody's having an issue responding to stuff, liking things, and I'm out. It could get, I mean, you know, but no one has utilized the DM feature yet. So you're not getting direct messages, asking you questions yet. Like there's a lot that's not happening yet because it's so new. So that won't be 30 minutes. But yeah, it will be a place where you want to be, where you don't feel infiltrated upon with people you're not interested in speaking to right at that moment. Right. And also the other aspect of it is the privacy aspect of it, which is one of the reasons that I don't comment on anything that Jessica posts. In fact, I try my very best not to post or like anything that anybody posts on Facebook because I don't want to give... Huh? You mean like my personal stuff? Yeah. Only if somebody has directly tagged me in some way and requested an actual engagement will I go in there and leave a comment on something. But as of... I think I could count in... Uh, maybe less than 10 times this entire year that I have acted on Facebook outside of She Podcast the group. Yeah. Just so you know, if you ever wonder, why does Elsie never comment on Jessica's yeah. things? Now you That's because I either tell her first or right yes. after. Yep. Because Elsie lives on her own planet and we just visit, give her our messages, <laughs> and then fly back to our own planet where we live. Yeah. And so, also, yeah. folks... You have to understand that my social media is Jessica. (laughs) Jessica is my social media. Like if I have something funny happen or I like find some weird thing or like some horrible thing is happening in my life or I laughed at a joke or I found a a meme of some kind that I thought was amazing, I will then immediately send it to to Jess. Like I really don't care about anybody else's opinion nor anybody else (laughs) laughing. I only want Jessica. That's it. 
Actually, I do that also, but usually it's to see if it's funny. If she laughs, then I'll post it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not always, but you know. Yeah. It is, it's part of my workflow is visit Elsie's planet and then tell everyone else. <laughs> Come back to Elsie's planet, see how she's doing, visit everyone else. But anyway, going back to why this the super squad is that way is because that's where you're going to get some of those thoughts, yes. those random thoughts from Elsie, those ideas that come into yes. my head. I'm hoping to put them all in the super squad so we can get some conversations going on in there. And I know everybody has to act. And this is the thing. That's why I'm putting the intentionality to all of you. If you are horrified or want to change your behavior, or don't want to do what the social experiment is talking about, then this is your opportunity to do something else. So if you get triggered to go into, oh, I just, I love, I wish there was another alternative. Guess what? The She Podcast Super Squad is there for you. It's like she's opening the doors to her planet and she's having a party (laughs) where we can come and visit. If you want her to comment on things, see things, find us amusing, help us with something, give us her opinion. This is the party she'll be having. It's only in the lobby of the planet. You can't go in the building. Yeah. But you can hang out in the lobby and chat and hang out with her and hear what she has to say because she does not do it anywhere else. Which is why, you know, part of the reason why it's paid because... In some ways, you are investing in having someone's undivided attention, which is something you can't get on Facebook ever is my undivided attention or her undivided attention. So it's valuable, especially hers. It is valuable. I don't know about mine, but definitely hers is valuable. (laughs) And Stevie, thank you for correcting me. It is the social dilemma, not the social experiment, but it felt like an experiment. Oh, thank you. Yes. Social dilemma. One of the reasons that I also really love the Super Squad is because we're also not key logging or checking out all the things you like so that we can figure out the type of person you are and then feed you ads and conversations that are going to make you do, I don't know, whatever. No targeted ads. It's manipulation. And so when you are in all these places, that's why I don't touch like, again, Instagram, I scroll through it. I don't like stuff. I don't comment stuff. I will occasionally like look at stories. I don't even look at it anymore. I don't even care about Instagram. I don't want to have that. I don't want to have give anything, any more extra information. I am a lot more active on Twitter. I do have to say that. And it's for me, it's it's kind of like sending text messages to the universe, like yeah. my uh, my dear coach Erica Liramark. Yeah, she's she, that's a lesson she teaches all the time <laughs> about text messages to the universe. But I, that's how it feels like to me. I don't expect a response. I oftentimes will ask a question or just pontificate. pontificate. But I don't want. I really don't want you to like. That's weird. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. So I feel like that's good for me. Yeah. That said shepodcast.com slash squad. Please join and cleanse your palate so that you are no longer being experimented on. (laughs) Yes. We would love to have you. We can't wait to have you. Welcome, Charlotte. She said she just joined. We're very excited to have you. Yay. We love it. Yay. So, okay. So is that it for That is it. I'm just going to give one tool tip and it's, I'm going to skip the tool tip that we had. Is it about your pants? Uh, yes, I have oh to talk about. God. I have this to talk is not about a tool it. for p- podcasters. Yes, it pants. is. Come on. Fine. Elsie's tool tips. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. 
I can't believe you put this on here. This looks like if anyone wants to have a sweaty body from the waist down, hey. today's your lucky day. Hey, listen. I, and I mean sweaty, not just sweaty or schwitzing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell them what you have for them okay. today, Elsie. Tell them what they've won. I do have sweatpants. You can share the screen if you want, Jessica, for the lovely people who are here watching us live today. But I am constantly cold, unlike maybe other folk. But my hands are freezing. I'm constantly cold. I need to be warm at all points. I'm not sure what's going to happen once I go into menopause or whatever. I haven't had any hot flashes. But anyway, look at these pants. So these are like just sweatpants from the outside. They look like normal sweatpants. But the the inside, it's got like fuzzy stuff. How would you describe it? I would describe the model as someone who looks similar to you and also like a 14-year-old girl <laughs> with no curves whatsoever. These pants are hanging on her. I think They are that amazing. If you, I'm going to show you. They are so warm and fuzzy. I had to buy two more pairs. I would also like to provide the context that Elsie does not like to turn on the heat in her house. It is that. often not on. She's on the bed. <laughs> Which is another re- – wait, are you wearing them right now? Wait, yes. hold on. If I'm sharing my screen – hold on. Let's see. I don't think you can see – Is your heat on right now? There, I am wearing my pants. Is your heat on? No. I rest my case, ladies and gentlemen. See, they're so cute. And this is not a tool for normal people. I, you know it what? Is, no more lifestyle listen. tools from you because you listen. don't use your heat, you don't use your air conditioner, and you don't weigh more than 90 pounds. You wait, are listen. not – the norm. Hey, again, I'm asking for feedback because I would like to get some feedback from y'all listening. Okay. Because I know you feel me and I am not alone. Okay. But those okay? of you who don't feed goats probably don't need <laughs> Sherpa pants. If you're not outside feeding goats three times a day, probably Sherpa pants is something you only need when your generator breaks. Just saying. Because I have Sherpa pants and they make what? me sweaty. Uh, even if I'm in the and cold warm and cozy, I've worn my shiver pants to the grocery store on a freezing cold day. And by the end, I'm still ready to walk around with my pants down around my ankles because my body is so hot. Well, there has to be other people like me, too. I can't wait to meet them. Yes. <laughs> the thing that cracks me up is that Elsie never even has to tie them. Like, if that's me, I got to cinch those things up, tie so a double knot in pants? them. Well, Charlotte, you're in luck because if you can guess the price of these pants, you'll win them today on The Price is Right. No, they are going to be on Amazon. I mean, they're going to be in our show notes. Actually, yeah, let they're me on give Amazon. You the link they're like in the 30, chat right 30 now. 30 something dollars. I will or put them in the chat, this here chat. But also, Jenny says she has fleece lined leggings. Oh, no, Jenny. Elsie does not wear leggings. I don't wear leggings. Yeah, she I don't like leggings. Handle leggings. That They're too ne- tight and annoying. <laughs> They're too tight. Yet fleece next to your body. <laughs> that's the feel we're going for. Is I want my legs to be hugging a dog or a sheep, perhaps. It's like riding a goat. And just walk around with your legs all sheeped up. I'm all your sheeped legs up. Legs all uh-huh. sheeped up. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, but these are amazing. I love them. Again, I had to I had to get two other pair. I got different people who make them. Different uh, suppliers. Suppli- yes. Because I wanted to test a couple of other ones out and I wanted a different color. So I got like a yellowish color, of course, because I love yellow. Of course. 
And then I got a blue, which they didn't have in this style that I'm wearing right now. They didn't have a blue pant and I wanted a like a navy. So I got those. But another thing that's really great is they have zippers in the pockets. So I can put stuff in my pocket and zip it. Anything with a zipper pocket is pretty good stuff. I will agree with you on that. So anyway. Elsie tests out sweatpants like we test out podcasting equipment. I mean, listen, I have been shopping for fall clothing, and it's been mostly sweatpants. First of all, because I have jeans. And second of all, because, like, I no longer see other people outside of my house. So it's like, what is the point of having owning nice pants? I may never wear them again. I might not be wearing pants right now. (laughs) (laughs) My dad and I were talking about this the other day. Because, like, my, my first cousin just did stand-up comedy for the first time. Like, why didn't you go see him? He goes, you know, the pandemic's made me quite introverted. I feel no need to ever leave the house ever again. And, I mean, if something's happening 40 minutes away, good for them. But I've got a routine. I've got my slippers on. I don't want to take my slippers off. I know. And I, I was like, like no, you don't. Too. And then he was like, he was like, as a matter of fact, I see people when I go out wearing their pajama pants, no one even cares anymore what they look <laughs> Like, and it's like, it's true. It's true. Yep. I don't even blink if I see someone out in their pajamas. Just It's just more of the same. Yep. So, yes, buy the fucking Sherpa pants. <laughs> if that's what you need to feel happy inside. You know what I yes, bought today? I am so happy. Last night I bought, I did buy, oh, I'm not going to say it because you're going to get mad. I shouldn't have even. Yeah, don't, don't say it now. But. I think we have to wrap it up. We no, should wait, wrap we it up. We have one more it's thing to say, for- and that is, if you're going to Podcast Movement, please check out the women's networking event. It's called Ghoul's Night Out. We are putting it on. What? Look, I got it. <laughs> what the hell is Elsie doing? I don't know, but that face is going up on my wall very soon. <laughs> it was like Frankenstein. I was being a ghoul. Yeah. Oh. She was being a ghoul, and it was working. <laughs> It was really working. It looked like she was possessed. It was like a daywalker bit. <laughs> it was like mouse. she got electrocuted all of a sudden. <laughs> it was really scary. Um, Ghoul's Night Out. We are going to do a Halloween themed party. It is virtual. So if you're going to virtual podcast movement, this is the virtual she podcast, Libsyn, Libsyn, she podcast party. It's going to be really fun. There's going to be pumpkin carving. There's going to be drinks that you have to make by yourself. There's going to be costumes. Costume it's party. To, it's going to be really fun. So check it out. It's podcastmovement.com. I don't think you have to sign up, but just we hope to see you there. And that's yes. it. That's the end. And that's all. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in to something else to hear somebody else talk. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on ShePodcast.com. That's where our show notes are going to be. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast, which we love all three of those for our ShePodcast things. They are not the devil, only for personal profiles. That said, ours is... No, just kidding. No, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast. You can email us feedback at ShePodcast.com. Uh, please check out the Super Squad, ShePodcast.com slash squad. And... Thank you so much for listening today. We hope we've been mildly informative and entertaining. Love you. Mean it. Bye.